Hello, entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Laura L. Bernhard. Welcome back to the Marketing Bound Podcast, where we help you leverage inbound marketing strategies to grow your business. This week, I interview Joanne Bartolome, founder of the marketing agency called Empathy. I met Joanne through TikTok because her whole account is just her social media content planner. So of course, I was very curious to learn more. And if you're also curious, Joanne is giving all Marketing Bound listeners 10% off if you use the code MARKETINGBOUND in all caps. I'll link everything in the show notes, so definitely check it out if you're looking for a social media content planner. In what you're about to hear, Joanne reveals the opportunities of building your brand and your business on TikTok. She provides tangible tips on how to plan TikTok content tells us why you should be on TikTok, even as a service-based business. And she goes into detail about how to create and deliver content on multiple platforms. This short episode is super packed with value. So make sure to listen until the very end. Then subscribe to the Marketing Bound podcast and check out Joanne's social media planner in the show notes. Joanne, thank you so much for being on the Marketing Bound podcast. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and I've listened to all your other podcasts as well. So I'm so excited to be part of this. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I hope you like them. I hope they were helpful to you. Oh, absolutely. I want to get in to a little bit about you before we grab all your tips and your hacks and your advice. I know you love learning. I know that you love listening to podcasts and reading books. And I also know from your TikToks that you love spending time on your hobbies. You, you take up hobbies and you make sure to dedicate time to them. So I was just wondering, are, do you have any interesting hobbies now that you can share with us? Yes, that is too funny that you say that because in one of my TikToks, I did paint my filing cabinet. So that's probably the one that you're referring to. Um, I do love gardening as well. So we moved into a house just last year. So that way I could garden because before we were in like a tiny little apartment. And then also I like making stickers. This is just, just because I haven't posted about it yet. No, I haven't posted about it yet for TikTok. So that'll be really fun when That's I get huge on TikTok. Mm-hmm. All those stickers. stickers? Yes. Oh my goodness. Wait, what are your stickers about? Like, I'm trying to think, cause I know you're in social media, you're in marketing. Are they like double tap? And like, that's the sticker? Like, yeah, like, like, like <laughs> hashtags, like, you yeah. know, like, you know, social hashtags, or I love the ones where I'm able to like color in people's faces and make those custom stickers. Like those are very popular. Of course. Oh, okay. Well, I'll be looking out for those. I'll be looking (laughs) out for those. So as everyone probably noticed, I found Joanne on TikTok, which is great. You, you came up on my for you page and I, I was drawn to you because I realized that we have a similar goal with our businesses And that is to help entrepreneurs in marketing, regardless of their budget. And that's exactly what the Marketing Bound podcast is all about. So I want everyone to also know right off the bat that Joanne has a social media planner, okay? And everyone gets 10% off if they use the code marketingbound. And I will link it in the show notes 
but definitely go check that out. I love it because you have a hard copy and then you also have a PDF and they're both affordable. Amazing. Yeah. So that's great. But now I really wanted to get into TikTok. How has TikTok changed your business? TikTok has been one of those things that last year I was talking about in January and people didn't think it was going to be big. But when it came to TikTok, what they were doing that was different from all other platforms was that they were actually allowing you to edit your videos within the app. That's kind of what drew me to it. Mm-hmm. And when it affected my business, I have both a service-based business, as you know, which is like working with clients B2B. And I also have a business to consumer, which is the planner and actually shipping a product. TikTok has actually been 80% of the sales for the actual planner itself that I have not seen anywhere else because of that reach. And for e-commerce, I can definitely say that TikTok will probably be there, especially with their partnership with Shopify, to continue helping entrepreneurs reach the right target demographic at a cheap and affordable price, which has been so awesome. So in a month or so, I was able to launch a product and I was able to get passive income enough to have around $2,000 a month, just passive income coming in just the TikTok. Yeah. So for people thinking, you know what, like I want to have a passive product, which doesn't include shipping. You can use TikTok as a way to grow your brand online and reach your audiences because it's that nice, like price point that people are able to afford. So, yeah. Oh my goodness. Hold on. We have to unpack that a little bit. Let's unpack this. Yeah. So I love that you mentioned that TikTok is an affordable way for entrepreneurs who have a digital product to really get their product out there. Has, has it also helped your service-based business at all? You know what? The service-based business I think has been more for speaking engagements, which has been really awesome. Like how you found me, of course, that was one of the things is that it helped me at least get out there to explain to brands what I do or to give that knowledge. And then I'm able to turn customers um, into my actual clientele. So instead of going out there and thinking TikTok for the service side was going to be 100%, I'm going to get clients off TikTok. It's just taking that extra step to build that trust with that customer, which takes a little bit more. Of course, the service side business is more relationship space, but at least I knew that even through the relationship through TikTok, I was able to get clients, long-term clients who was able to understand what I do. So that was really cool. That's amazing because in the end, it's still helping your business and your service-based side. Yeah, exactly. And you're, you're building that community, the networking that a lot of people had a hard time doing last year, and you're still able to do that through TikTok. You also mentioned that there's a collaboration between Spotify and and yeah, Shopify and TikTok. Shopify, so Shopify and TikTok will be aligning this. Well, I think it was last year that they made the announcement where they were able to actually purchase on TikTok a lot easier um, through the products that you have on Shopify which will be really, really cool as a collaboration. So now that direct-to-consumer even got faster, they don't even have to go to your profile, et cetera. It's going to be so much more easier to sell your products. So if I would say, if you aren't on TikTok right now as an e-commerce business and you have a Shopify store, it's probably a good idea to get on TikTok now. Oh my goodness. And also really good to sell your digital products. But do you sell your digital products through Shopify or do you, I guess you have that on your website already. I have it on uh, Shopify. So you can absolutely, yeah, add an app onto Shopify, which allows you to sell digital products. The app is 100% free. You just add it on. 
um, and then you're able to actually sell something digital. So a lot of people during this time have shifted from selling online courses as such to do digital products, like they've shifted their business a lot. So I think they realize now they can use Shopify as a tool to sell that online course or to sell that digital product that they're trying to do. Oh my God, the opportunities. Yeah. I did not, I didn't, I did not hear that announcement, but that is so key for small businesses. That is crazy. Super so cool. I'm thinking people are listening to this. They're like, oh my gosh, TikTok, what is this? What if I start and I get no views? Is it still worth being on TikTok even if you don't go viral? A hundred percent. Oh yeah, absolutely. And here's, here's the reasoning for that is that most of the time people always look at the one thing that they do the one thing and they think it's going to be over but something that i always advise to our clients is something called like the pdsa cycle i don't know if you've heard of it it's the plan do study act so when you are putting out content out there what you're doing is you're not just putting out content for the sake of putting out content you're testing out the market to see what people are reacting to you're trying different things eventually after you try a certain number of things even if it doesn't go viral over time it will definitely get the views out there i would definitely recommend to stay on it because what you're building as a community what you're building as a base that takes time and eventually you'll get to the point they're like okay now i understand now i understand why i need to change so that way i can attract the right people so that's kind of why i would say so and also people will find you anyways even if you get 40 views 20 views whatever it may be that could still be a high converting lead one of my videos had 40 views, but I still converted three of them into a social media client or a social media purchase client for the planner because a lot of people actually commented after seeing that I made a response to that video. I was like, well, I saw the video, but and then I ended up purchasing the planner. So your conversion rate was super high, even though only 40 people saw it. So I wouldn't use that as a deterrent to try and put your content out there. You can definitely get clients. A follower count or a viewership doesn't determine if you are profitable in your business. Did you track those clients by the people who said, I bought it in the comments, or did you have like a specific URL or something, or did Shopify tell you? Uh, one, one thing I always do for Shopify is to have like a special TikTok discount code if people ask for it. Mm -hmm. So you can kind of see who actually used the discount code. But in the comments, people actually said, and I was able to match the comments to the customer. And I was like, oh yeah, these people actually did buy the planner. Oh my God, that conversion is crazy. And I say the same thing about podcasting. You can have, you don't need a million downloads for your listeners to turn into clients. No, absolutely. It's, it just takes a little bit and putting yourself out there and that courage and so worth it at the end of the day. How many do you do like a week out of curiosity? TikTok videos. Well, that's the thing is that I try to average four per day. That's my goal is four per day. I know which is a lot for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. I know that's the average, but I am shook that you actually do it every single day. <laughs> oh my God. I know you do a lot of like packaging and you show people your process and stuff. And I like that you repeat uh, the things that you do on a daily basis because not everyone is going to see that first video you made about your packaging. Yeah. They might see, you know, the fourth one. Have you seen the packaging ones do really, really well? Like what, what type of video is converting the best for you? 
there's two. So one is the packaging video. You're right. People are just so curious about the behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Um, But the second one is usually something that has to do with very upbeat music that's very short. So usually anything that's less than 10 seconds, because you're right, TikTok's going to want to make you rewatch the video multiple times. So less than 10 seconds, but talking about each part of the planner, I think was the most beneficial when it came to TikTok. Really? So a breakdown and behind the scenes for anybody who wants to start, I guess, on TikTok. Yeah. You do four a day. That's 20 a week. Let's say you don't do the weekends. Are you repeating those two types of videos or do you try different content? Yeah, I try different content. Right now, I definitely stopped doing as much as four a day because it's gotten really busy this new year. But what I do do is I try to do different content with me actually like using it or even with a digital planner, I try to like show like what's like if I were to write in it, like Mm -hmm. what we're trying to show the customer is how to actually use the product without saying, hey, buy my product today. It's a very different approach to to Mm -hmm. it. So how to use it. Okay, I like that. So behind the scenes, um, how to use it and like your day to day and stuff like that. And day to day. Absolutely. So if you were like a clothing line, mm-hmm. if you were to wear the product or even showcase the product yourself as a business owner, that's more relatable than, than getting models. I mean, you can get models for sure, but I think that's one of the things that made me drawn to the brand is mm-hmm. seeing, wow, this is what actually goes into it. And what it looks like on normal people. Normal people. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say the people listening are service-based business. Let's say, I don't know, they're either a leadership coach or a financial coach or something, what do they need to know about TikTok before they start their account? Well, this is probably the number one with any marketing, as you know, is number one, what's your niche, of course. Mm. But people think niche, they think, oh, this person from age 18 to 35, like they think of it like that, like demographic. Mm-hmm. But you're right. When you think, okay, what's your niche? What problem are you solving? That's usually why I put. So what problem are you solving? And then Are you going to educate? Are you going to entertain? Are you going to engage? What kind of content are you going to put out? And that's kind of where the planning process does come into it. Um, Most of the time, the biggest mistake I see on TikTok, and I made this mistake too when I first started on my personal account versus the social planner account, was I went way too broad, way too fast. I tried to be funny and I went after trends and I wanted to be like, you know, super famous to the point that I forgot, okay, what problem am I solving? So that's probably the biggest advice I have for someone starting out. And then the second thing is to put out content answering the pain point of your ideal customer. So on my service side, I usually do things like, okay, here are the top marketing tips or top mistakes I made or top things I see when it comes to business. On the planner side, it's usually here's the different things that I've noticed with businesses that they need to do when it comes to planning. So I think that's the biggest pain point you have to answer when it comes to TikTok. You can be very fun in the way that you answer them, but that's what you have to do at the end of the day is be very niche, very focused, and very specific. And I also noticed on your, on your TikTok account that your, your handle is your social planner. Yes. It's, it's not your name. It's not your business. It's literally what your product is called, your digital yes. product. Yes. So I like that you said that you have to be really, really niche because people get caught up in TikTok and want to be famous, right? Yeah, exactly. But your TikTok account has helped you with your service-based business, which is helpful to everybody listening. And then the digital products, which a lot of entrepreneurs end up doing. Yeah, 
Exactly. Did you, at the beginning of your TikTok account, because I saw TikTok before as I was doing research, uh, <laughs> I saw TikTok before that said she deleted her previous account and then she started again, just focused on her niche. Is that something you did? When, cause I know you said that you started with like a lot of different content. Did you restart? I kept my account, but then I became very specific with the content mm-hmm. we put out. The problem doing it that way though, is I didn't get the return or I didn't get the feedback fast as if you were to start from scratch. That's mm-hmm. you're right. When you do start from scratch, if you delete your account and you actually start from scratch, you get the right followers, you get the right people following you mm-hmm. versus I did it. And I tried to change halfway through. Yeah, I think that was a good point too. And I'm like, "Mm, yeah, I should probably delete my account if I want to use it for anything podcast related or marketing bound related. Because yeah, I think I had, I had one video that went viral and it was about bread. (laughs) I was like, okay, this is not going well. (laughs) I was like, okay. So for people who are listening, they're getting ready to, to go on TikTok. Can you give any tips on how to plan for content for TikTok? And then we'll probably talk a little bit about social media just because that's what your planner is all about. It's not just TikTok. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I think one thing when it comes to planning out social media or planning out anything on TikTok is one, find inspiration with people in your field. You'll get a lot. If anything on TikTok, copying is like allowed. So everyone just copies people without copying yeah it's just yeah (laughs) Yeah. to a point like to a point it's acceptable Mm -hmm. Um, and then that's the first one so definitely gather your thoughts that's usually the number one thing we say when it comes to the planner gather your thoughts brainstorm and then choose the ones that you actually want to execute next piece of that of course after you've decided okay i want to put these things out this is the things i want to focus on um figure out what an ideal week would look like for you So an ideal week, I'm not talking about, oh, I'm going to post three times per day, et cetera. Think about like when I wake up in the morning, am I comfortable being in front of the camera or when would I ideally want to actually put this content out? Because you can schedule it. Do not get me wrong. You can schedule TikTok videos or you can do it on the fly, which most people do. So ideally, would you want to do it at lunchtime? Ideally, what times can you actually dedicate to create and to also post on social media? So there's that. Afterwards, uh, I usually recommend like you have to see a message seven times before it resonates with someone. So that's where like posting four times or whatever a day gets quite tedious. So how are you going to spread out the four times per day? And hopefully you have all the ideas for it. And then last and certainly not least is just consistency trumps intensity. And when I say consistency trumps intensity, if you choose that you're going to post seven times per day, but you only do it for a week, It's not going to be as effective if you choose to do three times a day, but you do it for over a month. So that's why I say like consistency trumps, you know, intensity of the posts, number of posts. So that's Mm -hmm. usually the tips I have when it comes to at least planning out content. For for TikTok specifically, do you do them on the fly? Yes, I do them on the fly. Oh my gosh, you are a trooper. (laughs) (laughs) And, but in terms of your planning, you don't plan like on, in the moment, I, I'm assuming that you plan like maybe at the beginning of the week and you're like, okay, I'm going to do four of them. And then this is how I'm going to do it. I do plan in the beginning, but I okay. usually have what I call like content buckets. Mm. So usually what I try and do is like one bucket is like 
funny. So then it's funny. It doesn't require my voice. It's easy because there's music. So you make it, you see no typical ones where you point at stuff and text pops up. So there's one. The second content bucket is more educational. So I'm actually just speaking to the camera and I'm just telling them a quick tip for 15 seconds. And then the last content bu bucket is something to be engaged with. So I'll be like, is this how you feel? Like, is this how you guys are thinking? Something that actually requires commenting on. So at least that way, when I'm planning out in my head, I'm going, okay, I need to hit these three points every single day or four points. Um, how I'm going to answer them is through these three different content buckets. And you can use that for any social media platform. Yeah, yeah exactly. On For your other social media, uh, I know you're pretty much everywhere. I know you're on, because <laughs> I follow you everywhere. <laughs> That's how I, I know about your hobbies. <laughs> um, I'm assuming as well with, with the content, because I know you can repurpose TikTok videos to like Instagram, but everything else you kind of have to create new content for. So how are you managing the four times a day content versus content for every other platform? This is where um, planning does come into play, but at the same time too, it's okay to recycle a lot of your content in other platforms. So for example, you were, it's okay if you post your TikTok videos on Facebook. That is no problem mm -hmm. if you were to do that. It's no problem if you were to somehow combine all your TikToks, because you know you, you see those part one, part two, part three, mm -hmm. combine it and upload it to YouTube. That's fine too. Um, how many times like a podcast like this, you could recycle this a hundred different times for TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, et cetera. There are so many ways that you could do so. Um, what I would say is just what can you do realistically? When it comes to YouTube, I can only post like two times a month, sometimes even one time a month. And I'm okay with that because my focus is on TikTok. What I would recommend is to think of the 80-20 rule where 80% of your results come from 20% of your effort. So which 20% are you going to focus on and which ones are you going to actually help? So that's, that's kind of where it is. If you can be active everywhere, that'd be a lot because I know social media has grown and changed over this time. But again, it's that 20% that you can focus on instead of trying to be everywhere and anywhere. Really good advice. And in your opinion, what do you think is your 20% of effort that contributes to most of your success? TikTok and is there another platform? If I would say like this is the year of video, if 2021 mm. was going to be a year, it's the year of video. So anywhere I could do video, um, instead of thinking of it as like, oh, which platforms I'd be like, okay, well, what can I use for video that I can put on Instagram reels? I could do it on TikTok and maybe I could swing in YouTube here and there, but then I would repurpose it on Facebook. Things like that, I think is going to be my 20% is on video. Ooh, that's good. Cause you're not focusing it on a platform. You're focusing on like a project. Yeah, exactly. The same can go for a blog post. So let's say you have a blog post and you're like, Hey, I'm a great writer. That's going to mm -hmm. be my 20%. You put that on a LinkedIn article, you put snippets and quotes on Instagram. You're able to actually repurpose and say part of it in your video, like, or on TikTok. Like you can find different ways to be creative Mm -hmm. with repurposing that 20%. But that's the thing is that when people think 20%, they think only choose like Facebook and Instagram, which is not the case. It's more about being re resourceful enough on what you're going to focus on. Because mm -hmm. I also see everyone talks about social media strategies and stuff. 
Yeah. And the social media is supposed to be a distribution platform to help the content that you're already making. So like, let's say you have a blog that's talking about your social planner. And then if you can turn that information into a video or turn that into a YouTube video, and then that's how you're repurposing it. The social media is supposed to serve you. It's not supposed to consume you. (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's when people talk about content, they forget like there's three C's to content creation. There's creating the content, then there's curating the content, which is like getting a quote and like you're kind Mm -hmm. of just making something. And then now you're cultivating content, which is exactly what you said. You're taking something from its original medium, which is a blog post and finding different ways you can distribute it on like Instagram, TikTok, et cetera. That's a little bit different, but you were being strategic Mm -hmm. enough to use the same piece of content. So you don't have to reinvent the wheel every single time. So key. Yeah. Okay, Joanne, I feel like we can talk about this for hours. I know. I just, I just realized the time. <laughs> um, okay, just a few more questions. Um, if, if you were to leave people with one piece of advice about social media, because they're probably overwhelmed, they're doing it by themselves, like the solopreneurs out there that are offering a service, what would you tell them? Uh, okay, so your network is your net worth. And this came from a friend. I didn't quote this. this is my friend's Agatha. She's quoted this quote. But the reason I say this is that if you are overwhelmed by posting, sometimes it's more than enough if you focus on engaging. More than enough. So instead of thinking of it as, okay, I'm going to post every single day, I'm going to spend my time engaging 10 minutes every single day with a new audience. Um, and I always leave this as a rule. It's something called the 10-10-5 rule. Our operations manager had mentioned it to me. It's 10 likes, 10 comments, and five direct messages to new people. That takes 15 minutes. That is enough time for a solopreneur to do in the morning, during their coffee, et cetera. So if you are overwhelmed, focus on engagement first and then think about if you want to actually put out content. I guarantee it will help so much more. And it's really about making connections with people because that's what you're trying to do with your posts. Yeah. Right. This is just a way around it so that you might not be in their faces on their feet or something, but you're still creating that community. You're still engaging. You're still building your network. Like you said, exactly. (laughs) I'm I'm learning. So, uh, Joanne, oh my gosh, I think we're, we might have to do this again because I, I don't even think I asked you a question that I prepared for you. <laughs> we just kind of went off in a conversation, yeah. which is amazing. But thank you so much for being on the Marketing Bound podcast. And please tell everyone where they can find you. Absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram at Joanne J. Bart and also on my website, which is launching soon, joannebartolome.com. And then aside from that, you can also find your social planner. We strategically called it your social planner. So Y-O-U-R.com if you want to purchase a planner with the, of course, promo code. And then the agency can be found at We Are Empathy on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. I will link everything in the show notes for people to get in contact with you. But thank you so much, Joanne. This was amazing. Thank you so much. I appreciate being here.